There's a good old quote out there that says this, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. With that truth in mind and the reality that we don't know what tomorrow holds, today we're going to look at 12 steps that I know are going to help ensure that the folks around us that we love, that we care about, know exactly how we feel. What's up, every Warrior family? Thank you so much for hanging out with us today right here for episode two of Truth Be Told on the Warrior Network. Yes, this is our brand new home for all of our digital content that we're bringing you week in and week out where you can find truth for whenever you need it and wherever you need it. Hit that subscribe button so that you're sure to never miss an upcoming episode. And once again, thanks for being here today. You know, just a few short weeks ago, I was sitting in a room and I was surrounded by people on all sides. Uh, some of these people I knew, some of them I didn't, but we were all there for one collective reason, and that was to honor the life of a man whom which we had lost that we loved. This man had left a legacy and person after person after person before the night was over had gotten up and given testimony to the difference that he had made in their lives. Then just three short months ago, almost to the day, I'm sitting in my office and I'm getting ready for an event that we had at our family center that evening and my phone rings and on the other end was a service member. He was asking me if I'd heard about one of our mutual friends and fact of the matter is that was the night that I learned, thanks to this service member, that Chris Smith, a buddy of mine who had made a big difference in the life of the network and in my life, had passed away. Just last week actually happens to hold very great significance in my life because August 25th not only is the birthday of my sister, but it's the birthday of one of my best friends who passed away to cancer back in the early 2010s. And he, at 21 years old, had impacted more people based on his life and based on his story than I believe that he will ever know. He left a difference just like the other two people, just like many others that have gone before us, left a difference in their wake that they will never realize. Chances are very good that you yourself have found yourself sitting in a situation like this where you have been at the funeral, you have been listening, you have heard person after person after person talk about the difference that they have made in their lives. You have also probably been scrolling through social media and you have seen the posts, you have seen the tributes that people have made once one of their loved ones dies. Chances are you've even been the person to give that glowing eulogy, to talk about what people mean to you at their funeral. You've been the one staring at the keyboard, looking for the words, hoping that the keys just type their self to find as you try to give tribute to this life, this person who has made a difference and your tear-soaked keyboard can't seem to just capture the essence of the difference that they made. You know what? Every single bit of that is part of a healthy grief process. You have every right to express your love for these people whom you love. You have every right to express your love for the people who are still living. Love deserves to be expressed. But, but we have a problem. A couple years ago, I was sitting at my house and my buddy Josh Gagney had been dealing with the fact that one of his buddies had fallen victims to suicide. 
and he had been to the funeral that morning. He walked through my front door. I will never forget what happened next. After a much needed comforting bro hug, he looked me dead in these two eyeballs and said something to the following. He said, Trey, I just don't effing get it. I just don't understand. I just listened to person after person talk about how amazing my friend was and he's laying there dead. He can't hear a word of it. Why Trey? Why do we wait till someone has passed away? Why do we wait till their funeral to tell them how we feel about them? Through his tear-filled eyes, he had asked a question that I believe today reveals a hole growing so big in our society and we don't even realize it. I believe the answer to that question can lead to action that might, might just have some pretty big ripple effects throughout our culture. So we've set the stage, we've identified the problem. Now, I wanna ask, what are we gonna do about it? When we identify a problem, you gotta come up with a solution. So what's the solution to this problem? Gotta ask, I'm gonna ask three questions that I believe are gonna help us identify some of the possible solutions. And I wanna hear your comments too as well as I give some thoughts. So in those comments, let's hear it. Number one question, why in the world is this even a reality? First thing I see under that is we just probably don't expect death to be imminent. As warfighters, we're probably a younger generation and stuff. You guys don't expect a lot of times that death may very well be right here at the front door. And another thing that I see warfighters like yourself struggle with is that these are feelings. You guys, like many of us, are trained or programmed to get the job done. And these are feelings. Feelings are icky and it's not manly. Maybe we need to get into a little bit of the feelings, but we'll talk about that here in a few minutes. Life moves very fast. Just the other day, I had a conversation with my wife and I asked her where in the world the month of August went because it just left. Life is moving very fast. And then finally, I see that we may just not understand exactly what these people meant to us. It's not a bad thing. Unfortunately, it takes tragedy a lot of times for us to understand and see the value that something had in our lives. Question number two that I wanna ask that's gonna help us get closer to a solution is what in the world can we do about it? First thing I see, we better take stock in our relationships. If somebody is important to us, if somebody is important to us, we better identify it and we better identify with ourselves that this person deserves to know that they hold a place of significance in our lives. Number two, don't assume just because they are your best friend on the planet does not mean that they know exactly how you feel about them. Do not assume that they do. Number three, get intentional. What does it mean to get intentional? It means to have a plan. When we fail to plan, we plan to fail. Now, I know it sounds nutty to sit there and talk about planning out how we make sure that people know how we feel about them, but intentionality means that I did it on purpose. Find some pattern that might help you 
express your feelings a little better. And here are a few things that might help you with that. Number four, get vulnerable. Practice vulnerability. Let people see the inside of you below the skin depth part. How do we do that? Number five, gratitude. What are you grateful for? What is it inside of the people that you love, that you call friends, that you are grateful for? Number six, kill pride. You are not too macho, you are not too good, you are not too pretty, you are not too high ranking, you are not too anything. Let pride die. Pride is the number one killer of those moments that let people see inside of us. Number seven, if something is wrong, make it right. If something is wrong, make it right. If there are issues, fix them. Number eight, slow down a minute. Don't run through life so dang fast. If time is moving fast, you need to practice slowing down a little bit. What are some steps you can take to slow down? Number nine, and this irritates the ever-living fire out of me, pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. You know that sentiment that says, well, they haven't called me, so I'm not gonna call them. I'm just gonna wait and see if they care. You know what? It takes two. You hear that about a lot of things. It takes two to have a relationship with somebody. If you're thinking about somebody, if you miss somebody, you know what? You don't know what's going on in their life. They might be having a hard time. They might be going through something that they haven't told you. Pick up the phone, call them, initiate. Initiate the relationship. It's up to you too. Number 10, open your mouth. Speak it. Tell them. Speak the truth. Give voice to the truth. If you love somebody, tell them. Number 11, take ownership. Instead of just love you, say, I love you. That little step of ownership, of saying, I love you. I, I, I am grateful for you. I am thankful for you. I am proud of you. Those little things mean the world and they will help you and them both change your mindset drastically, I promise you. Number 12, finally, give a why. I love you because I'm thankful for you, because I'm proud of you, because. Why is it that you love them? Why is it that you're proud? Why is it that you're thankful? Why are you grateful? Tell them why. And finally, question number three. What in the world difference does all of this make? Trey, why are you rambling on about feelings and making sure people know how you, love about, how you feel about them? Truth sets you free. They're gonna know the truth. You're gonna know the truth. Your opinion, it obviously matters to them. They would not be in relationship with you in any way, shape, form, or fashion if your opinion did not matter. They want to know what you feel. They need to know. Your truth might speak directly to some of the insecurities that they have in their lives. You're gonna find that they will feel valued and seen, and then you will feel valued and seen. Your voice, your love for them, your expressed love, not assumed, expressed, very important, is going to open up the door for them to come and be able to talk to you when and if they ever need it. I'm not gonna say that you're going to prevent someone from falling victim to suicide, but you never know, you might, it might. and. If it's not expressed, if your feelings, if your love is not expressed, it won't. And finally, as selfish as this might sound, it will minimize regrets. You will find that regret on the other side when you're standing here in this place won't be there.
So I know that's a lot, but today I want to encourage you to spend a little bit of time thinking about how you can add value to the people around you, your spouse, your children, your coworkers, your neighbors, your friends, the people you love. How can you add value? Do not pretend to love others as you go throughout today. And yes, I'm talking to you, the warfighter, the spouse of a warfighter. You are a unique breed. Don't just pretend to love others. Somebody, a buddy of mine on social media posted this the other day and I almost jumped out of my chair. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. You know, kindness, authenticity, genuine care, joy, peace, all of these things, they are extremely contagious. And these are the antidote to what I believe is the poison that this world has. And I believe that this antidote can overwhelm that poison that society experiences with division and hatred. And one day when you find yourself writing that eulogy on that tear-soaked notepad, or you're staring at that screen trying desperately to come up with the words for that tribute post, you ain't gonna have to wonder. Because that security, that security is going to be there. You can't speak for anybody else, but you can speak for yourself and the person that you're talking about. That security is the fact that there are no questions. There's no stone left unturned. And in time, that security, when you stand here, when you stand in this place, that security will be one thing that helps you heal. Love you guys.